Now you don't want to be messing with me because I'm not going to stop and love you in your ass. You know? I'm through here in the white man's apology. Yo, 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 we're back. It's We Got Some Issues. I'm Thomas. I'm Taryn. And we back at it again. Um, we, we just happy to be here, man. Yeah, we did. We took a little vacation. Went to Vacay. Miami last week. So that's why we skipped the week with the podcast. We went to Miami. We uh, got 12 Shades Darker. Uh, uh, shout out to the Spanish women out there looking hot. Okay, Thomas. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, we probably picked up some Spanish. We stayed in like a predominantly like, what do you want to say, like Cuban? Spanish Harlem of Miami. Yeah. yeah it, it was nice though. I would definitely go back there. Yeah, I, I love Miami. It was nothing but love. Um, like I said, uh, this is actually a rebroadcast. Uh, we have the original, most of the original footage on YouTube. So go to our YouTube. Uh, we got some issues. YouTube.com <laughs> backslash we got some issues. So just go to YouTube and type in we got some issues. You're fine. Um, we did. We recorded and filmed the whole session, and then the power blinked out on us and wiped everything. So all we have from yes. that is basically the the video footage. So it's it's a repeat, but whatever. And I yeah. Yeah, we just wasn't feeling it to do it over the same day after that that whole thing it was such a good show the vibe was flowing after that show just clunked out on us it was like all right oh god didn't want to happen today so that's what it is so we took a little few days and yeah we regrouped we back at it we back at it um if this is your first time listening go in and subscribe if you're on soundcloud you know reblog it thank you for all the other podcasts for showing us love soundcloud family google plus family uh, what else am I missing? Twitter. Twitter, Facebook. iTunes, all that. It's all we got some issues. Appreciate you. However you found us, continue to hold us down. Facebook group, continue to hold us down. We on every platform, you know, the regular spiel. <laughs> yeah. So we out there. Um, continue to do it. Um, see you, see, 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 see. What, what we got up for today? Oh, we got a lot of different stuff, but you know Easter's coming up. Oh, like, shout out to Easter. Next week, I think. Easter, Easter. Shout out to Easter. Shout out to Easter. Like Easter's a person. Yep. Uh, I was thinking about something. Um, uh, Do you have any Easter stories that you would like to share on the podcast? I mean, besides disgusting dresses and things I had to wear, no. You had to wear disgusting dresses? Yeah, it's like, remember back in the day? Well, I don't know. You probably don't remember, but... Like you had to get your little white Easter shoes, and all the little girls had the little white ruffle socks, and oh god, those socks were utterly disgusting and super itchy. Um, but no, where I'm from, I'm from the country. If y'all don't know this, if you're just tuning in to the We Got Some Issues podcast, I'm from the country. So everything Easter, Easter is like a big show. Like <laughs> uh, people, niggas who don't go to church never always go Easter. You always go Easter. So. <laughs> Easter, Easter Sunday is that one day every thug go and yeah. his, uh, all, his sins, yeah. all his sins forgiven. Go, yeah. go to the altar crying and everything. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Anything. Um, I always wore a disgusting big suit. <laughs> and I, let me tell you, I, I, I do have a story. I remember, uh, I might have told this story on season one, but I don't think I told you that it was around Easter. Uh, I, long story short, long story long, I, I grew up on a plantation in the South. Not a, not a slave whipping plantation, but where I'm from, the city's so small, it's built on nothing but multiple plantations. So I grew up on a plantation with cows and all that. So I remember uh, down down the road a bit, this dirt road, down the road a bit, 
my homeboy Shane, white guy, uh, came over and it was Easter Sunday and I had, like probably an hour before I had to go to church. I was dressed, shirt tie, everything. This is when I was young before we moved into the big Steve Harvey fat nasty suits. <laughs> uh, my mom said, "I right, you can go on the front porch, but don't leave the front porch. Uh, you in your nice clothes, don't mess them up." <laughs> and she looked at me and said, "I'm gonna whip you if you mess them up." Not in so kind of words. Mm-mm. And so I'm like, all right, cool, I could deal with that. So my homeboy Shane came pedaling his bike, white boy, you know, having fun, doing circles around his puddle that was out front. And I'm like, oh, man, he's having fun. You know, he's just talking to me about Ninja Turtles and all, you know, stuff kids talk about back then. And uh, it just as I'm sitting on the porch, I'm like, dang, he's just having so much fun. Why can't I be a part of this? So there we go. I jump out the porch, and he's like, yeah, man, X, X Y, and Z, talking stuff. Then so he gets off his bike and he jumps across his puddle. Bloop, up. And he jumps across again. Bloop, up. And then I'm and like, Thomas got to get a piece of and, it. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. He, and then, shout out to Shane because he told me, look in my eyes. He said, hey, man, don't do that. You're going to mess up your clothes. But where I'm from, that's a challenge. Oh, that's that's less a warning and more of a challenge. He's telling me, he ain't telling me not, he ain't worried about me messing up my clothes. He was telling me, I know you ain't going to be able to make it. So don't mess up your clothes. So I had to show him. I had to show him prove. Mm. So I threw caution to the wind. I ran. And I was boom, boom, boom. I remember I got speed. I felt good. I jumped. Boom. And I leaped. And I was flying. I remember it like, yes, I'm dead serious. I was flying. I was like, yes. I was crunched up. I was shooting across the puddle. Then something happened. I felt like God's hand just stopped my momentum. Boop. Right in the middle of the puddle. And I just dropped just like a cartoon. Dead in the middle of the puddle. Split it. And as I hit the puddle, I just laid, I literally laid there. He said, man, get up, get up. You all right? You already know. I was just thinking about the ass whooping that was going to yeah. ensue. I got up. My shirt was brown. Uh-uh. Pants was brown. Some good khakis on. Brown mud stain. I looked at Shane and said, I'm going to have to go. So he, he got on his bike. I watched him pedal down the dirt road as I contemplated things and you know, back then, whooping was like like a 30-year prison sentence. You thought you were going to die. So I walked up to the front porch. I remember when I got up, like, the third step, which was the top of the porch, an overwhelming amount of emotion just hit me, and I just started crying. And I, and I opened the door. I was trembling. And as I walked in my living room. Cry before you even got yeah, the whooping. I was, I was in pure tears. My mom turned around, and and. At that moment, I don't remember any other sound. I don't even remember, like, clearly any other words or anything, what she said. It was just like a white noise, like a beep. Like, I just, just hurt my life. That's how I, saw I hurt my life ending. And I, nevertheless, but I got my ass towed up. Towed up. So did you end up having to go change your clothes? Or how did Damn it right. I think I went in a Ninja Turtle shirt to church. Oh, I know your mother was pissed. 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 I ain't never forgot that. She whooped me good, too. But. Yeah, so that's my Easter Sunday story, y'all. Yeah. yeah, but that's a good one. as I was saying, like Easter Sunday used to be back in the day in the country, a time for you to wear the biggest suit you could have on. <laughs> I found out this and the brightest color, the brightest color, um, uh, unethical amount of buttons on it. Yeah. So you had a lot of buttons on the suit. Well, a lot well, of snake skin. Uh, that's for the old wow. That's for the older crowd. Well, that's what it was in my church a lot of times. Yeah, y'all some tacky niggas, boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody was, so was tacky. pretty tacky. Favorite color was either uh, you would see a lot of white suits. I, I feel like Easter Sunday is every black person's runway. 
Yeah. It's just the funniest time for you to see some of the most disgusting where I say over the years, Easter Sunday has got better. You know, seeing the little girls in little cute little dresses and everything. It's like, I'm talking about little girls. Oh, yeah, like, little ones. Like, yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. girls, the hair would be all curled up and done. It was a nice, you know. Well, I mean, it was like that when I was a kid in Easter for little girls. Like, had that, you know, like thing, don't mess up your head the night before Easter yeah. church. But, yeah, I don't know. Easter, yeah. Easter, I think, in the black community, every, and like where I'm from, for Easter, like you would go to church and then, like, the kids, it used to be this thing, it used to be this skating ring called Shake and Bake. It'd be what? A skating rink called okay. Shake and Bake. And it was in the hood. That's my mom used country. to, yeah, my mom used to never let us go, but my cousin used to always get to go every year after Easter. So everybody would, you would change out your Easter regular church clothes, and then you know how people used to get regular outfits yeah. for Easter? Then you go put on your real outfit, you go down to Shake and Bake to the kids. That it was like a kitty so... club type thing. Why was it on Easter? I don't know, but it was like a kitty club type thing. Just ratchet, but uh, yeah, my mom. We used to cry every year. Can we please go? But people used to always end up fighting, and it just wasn't a good look. So thanks, so, mom. So shout out to everybody participating. Easter Sunday, go out, cleanse yourself, and come back better. Hopefully, you could wear a suit that's at least no more than one size too big. Um, or or just nice tailors. So speaking of church, let's just keep going. It's Sunday. It's Sunday because we've been had this podcast recorded. Well, hey, well, it's Sunday now. Um. I've noticed uh, the new church. Mm-hmm. You know, I think "Come as You Are" has been taken very literal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember a few times, an unnamed church I used to go to, um, seeing some, uh, seeing some of the young ladies walk in there look like the club. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. talking about you see every shape bending. <laughs> I wasn't 100 percent opposed to it. I was oh, just saying, goodness. I was just saying, Lord, it's hard for me to focus on my prayer time with that much swinging behind you as you come through this door. Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being 100. <laughs> they come with the nails, the weave. It's like I, I don't, uh, you know, it's hard to concentrate. You know, mm-hmm. so and that's but, why you need the old church mothers to pull them to the side, and you know how they used to, to drape them little cloths over. <laughs> yeah, just take take this, you know. I, I, but I be wondering what they be thinking sometimes. Like it's like you come with a the most tight shapely dress you can have. You come as you are, but geez, I hope you ain't like. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think. It's a different generation. Like, a lot of people, like, I grew up in church, but a lot of people, I didn't know, like, a lot of people don't. Like, they just don't, you know, didn't go to church. That's that's weird for me, too, because everybody I was around, for the most part, black people anyway, uh, grew up in in church. Yeah, me too. Not that it made a difference, but. (laughs) Yeah, like, but it just was a part of their life. It was like, like, you go to school and you go to church. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's it's not like that at all. Yeah, no. Like, that was a given. It would be like, well, what church you go to? Like, that was just yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, do you go to church? Everybody went to a church. Yeah. Just Nowadays, it, if somebody does claim a church, it's rare. Like, it, to me, like, yeah. people people are on this on this shtick. Uh, I'm not going to get too religious right now. But people on this shtick of, you know, I, I don't subscribe to a you traditional, know, traditional yeah. church or religion. You know, the new hot keyword, even among Christians, is... Um, uh, 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 I, I don't I'm, do religion. Man, I'm yet. spiritual. I'm spiritual. I, I believe in a higher power. All right. See you in hell. Um, okay, Thomas. <laughs> you shouldn't say see you. Yeah, that I means see you're it. there. Well, I, I, always, I always tell Terry as a joke between us. I always tell her my job is going to be to kick people down to hell. Oh, I get to heaven. And I told her I Thomas hate to the kick. the only person who knows his job already. <laughs> yep. I, I, I told Terry I hate to kick a few of her friends down. Okay. Man. You ain't going to kick none of my friends down here. But anyways, uh, shout out to Easter Sunday. We're just making jokes, y'all. Get out your feelings. Anyways, um. Yeah. 
<laughs> what we got up next? Um, we got the Sunday. I mean, Subway. Sorry, can't read Thomas's handwriting. Subway with the fifty percent chicken. Yo, so Subway was that constant that me and Taryn would go to when we're when we're on our healthy eating streak. We're like, you know, it's not too bad. We could always get a healthy option there. Right. So then a report came out. Yeah. Fill us in. So the report came out basically saying Subway um, was only using, like, the, the chicken, the actual chicken breast or whatever was only 50% chicken. Mm. Um, so that raised us a question of, well, what is the other 50% made of that we're eating? It, 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 that's disturbing. Yes. Like, why would it only be, I don't understand, why would it only be 50? Like, what else is there in that? Like, I think I looked it up. I think they said it was soy. And, you know, soy's not the best <clears throat> for men. I think it encourages estrogen or something. Yeah. I'm not even sure if it's good for uh, women. It's but. not. Because it, I was on this whole thing a few years ago, like, researching, like, estrogen and all that soy milk and all of that. And like, Why? Because, like, I was getting off, like, I wanted to stop drinking cow's milk. Cause like I went into this whole thing about cow's milk, but so then I was looking into soy milk and I was drinking soy milk a lot, but it was like, it's not good. Like too much estrogen in women can cause breast cancer and you know, more womenly type cancers and stuff. So that's when I got on almond milk and all of that. But, um, yeah, soy in men is well, like, of course, men's main testosterone is testosterone. So if you added more estrogen, that's just going to make you, you know, have other issues going on that you're not supposed to. So, um, but yeah, I pulled it up for Subway. Um, it says the restaurant's oven roasted chicken contains a mere 53.6% chicken, according to the DNA test. That's not acceptable. That they did on the chicken strips. That's not acceptable. I'm sorry. And the chicken strips, so the so the little big piece of chicken is 53. But if you actually get the little strips, which is my favorite, the sweet onion teriyaki, it's only 42.8%. According to an investigation. That's sick. And they said the rest is mostly soy filler. You, you know, that's a, that explains why they went down to them $5 sub, mm-hmm. $5 foot long. They brought them back. <laughs> that's that's why, because they, they filled it up with soy. That's scary. Yeah, that that's yeah that's very scary. A&W's chicken grill is 89.4% chicken, while McDonald's country chicken weighed in at 84.9%. So, I, oh, my God. Hold on. Let me, wait, wait, wait. Chipotle chicken. Oh, no, that's Tim Hortons. I thought it was meant Chipotle. Okay, never mind. But Tim Hortons, whatever restaurant that is. There's I think, 8.65. I think, I think Tim Hortons go by another name, maybe Hardee's. Okay. Wendy's I, was 88.5. So Subway ranked below. All right, all right. I'm going to go on a mini rant, and I promise it's going to be quick. People, society, we're, we're real group-minded. We're real, if the group says this, then we're going to go with this because it feels good to ride with the group. A few years ago, people got on this hate McDonald's bandwagon. Of McDonald's is nasty, it's disgusting, it, it doesn't taste good, it kills you, it's unhealthy. Documentary after documentary. And when the guy dropped that Moreland Spurlock, whatever his name is, dropped that documentary about McDonald's, a lot of um was it was him? Yeah, it was him. Was it Super Size Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh there there's been a counter documentary and many counter uh uh arguments against how he did it, and there's a lot of falsehoods in that. But I'm not a McDonald's McDonald's sports person. I mean, spokesperson, but I could if you paid me. Um, mm. But it just speaks to group mentality because Chipotle is way more unhealthier than McDonald's. 
Uh, obviously, Subway is because they don't even give you a whole meat. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other restaurants, McDonald's ranks pretty good. It's just that people like to use McDonald's as their poster child because that's what everybody else says. And I urge y'all out there, please stop running with the crowd. Please stop doing what everybody else does. And people always be like, oh, McDonald's so nasty. I'm like, think about this. I, every time somebody says this, I say, so you tell me when you bite into a McChicken, <laughs> it's it's disgusting. Like you anybody you be like, oh, this is nasty. It's horrible. It makes me want to puke. No, it doesn't. But Not you, them fried but people you. be running eating uh, Chipotle and every day. I know people eat Chipotle every day and all that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not 100 percent about this, but I'm pretty sure, kind of sorta. I'm I'm as sure as as much chicken is in Subway. Um, that 50 <laughs> percent sure. <laughs> um, McDonald's used to own Chipotle at one time, and then I think they separated. But really, yeah. Um, it's not that bad, but people just like to just jump on a bandwagon. Like people like to jump on these mini movements and all agree and just feel powerful and unified. Like we don't do this and do. It. Stop! I just want I want to say something very vulgar. Like you know, you go do something, but uh, I, I just can't stand the mass. Like when people group together in a that's, mass. Thomas is number one. Pet oh peeve. god! Like, when people group together in a mass. That's a whole podcast. Like. We get real stupid and real dumb. Like, I've looked up studies about this. Like, in a group, people get real dumb because everybody relies on the next person's information versus doing it themselves. This, huh? Yeah, like, so I'm going to trust that this person lazy. knows, this person knows, and that person don't know. They just trust that that person knows versus one true source or each individual looking it up for themselves. But that's, I'm not going to rant. I'm just saying McDonald's ain't that bad. Stop, you know jumping on the bandwagon because everything else you eat that you think is healthy is really not healthy. Every I'm dead serious. If you right. look into the sodium content of these healthy quick meals and everything, it'd be way higher than McDonald's and everything else that you eat. Really, unless you cook it at home. And it, I even read studies about that. Say, even because you got to think. Because you over-season. But I was even going to say, just think about the meat. Like, because a lot of times Wendy's and stuff, they let's just say they got a contract with Purdue. Purdue sell you the same chicken and Kroger, and they just selling it to Wendy's on a higher scale. So how you know that eighty eight percent chicken you ain't eating that right at your house too? You eating that same eighty eight percent chicken? And then uh, a couple. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> gonna get out this soon. Um, Taryn had looked up something about Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About how um, Kroger is taking up Whole Foods. Like, how they're... No, 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 not that one. You had said something about the how they're, they're not real, like, organic. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not really, um, like, natural or organic. Like, only a certain section of their store is, like, purely organic. And it's, like, really small. And it's a lot of uh, mislabeling. So, a lot of things people eat as organic and this and that. Um it's not really organic. It's not true organic. And mm-hmm. then there, with the whole GMO thing, that's why you got to read and delve into, and you got to question even the things that you read and, and research. Don't just go by a tweet by somebody you like or something. You got to really go into it. Because they even say, you know, everybody's on this hype with no GMO, no GMO. But if you really read into it, GMOs, some people are debating. I'm not on either side. But I'm just saying stay open-minded about it. That GMOs aren't really bad. If you if you really know what the genetically modified things, they, they could be gen- genetically modified to grow without pesticides. So if you get it organic, they had to put pesticides in the soil around it, which could, could be linked to cancerous things. You know what I'm saying? So they genetically modified it so the insects and things that would eat it wouldn't naturally uh, eat it or whatever, whatever, so they can produce it for you and there's nothing wrong with it. But that's that's neither here nor there. But then I, just to play the devil's advocate on that too, like I be thinking, because like, shout out to my sister, my little sister and my cousin, bless their heart. Like we, 
we are in a, a in a little group chat on Instagram, and they're they they've awakened. You know, they woke now, and Stay so they woke. send me a lot to the point where like every day it's like. I'm depressed by 9 a.m. because of the stuff they sent me. Like, you know, about the air chemicals and all of this. And I can't now because I, when I was the age, I went through that same investigative research phase. So I get it. But I be thinking like, okay, even if it's organic, we still have, like, we live in an industrial age. Well, we're past the industrial age at this point. So our water, our soil, everything is polluted in a sense. So even if it is organic with no pesticides, the dirt that you growing it in could still be, you know what I mean? Like it's this runoff, like the, the neighbor, the farmer down the street probably use pesticides next to your farm. So what's to say that that ain't run off into your soil? I, like, I don't get it. I think people need to, cause like when people discover something and if it, it energizes them, I think you need to take everything. I think life in general is balanced. Like some people, they, when they discover something, they discover a new diet, discover a new way of dressing, discover new food, religion, politics, a way of thought. Sometimes they dive into the deep end, like this is how it is. You got to eat all this way. You got to dress all this way. You got to think all this way. But life is about balance. I don't yeah. think I don't think I should say, oh, I'm gonna eat all GMOs and all McDonald's because that that probably will kill you. I don't think I'm gonna say all organic because a it might be too expensive and it might not be really what I think it is. Right. So like you, you have to think in this stuff and just try to find a median and a balance because every, especially when you're younger, I feel like people just look for a cause and try to jump into it. This defines me. I think when you're younger, sometimes when you there's a lot of old fools out here too. They they look they look for a, a defining moment in life like. Uh, like some vegetarians take it to the extreme or some paleo people take it to the extreme where it's like, I'm going to eat only meat or I'm going to eat only veget- uh, vegetations because this is how it be. And that defines, they, they're, it's not a way, of, it's not like I'm just going to eat this way. It's that they assume that as an identity. Right. And I think when you start taking that stuff in as an identity, it can be, not all the time, but it can be bad because instead of really just using it as a healthy way of eating or dressing or thinking, you assume it as that's who you are. That's the person that you are. You, I'm, I'm Thomas the vegetarian or the vegetarian Thomas or I'm Thomas the paleo enthusiast, you know? Yeah. And why should a way of eating define who you are? There's so much more to you as a person than what you eat <laughs> in my being yeah I, I think it goes more into the, the fact of like if you think we mean you were talking about this earlier like we eating is such a big part of people's like daily life like you know whether you socialize with people you nine times out of ten oh yeah you know let's go to lunch let's go to dinner like so i think yeah. when people get so hooked up on oh i'm a raw vegan i am a fruitarian i'm mm. a this because it's like i mean Every day, like, just our animal instinct is to, okay, well, we got to eat, like, food, clothes, and shelter. So, but then when we take it where we're not eating just to fuel our body, we're eating it as a way of life, then people think of, oh, yeah, well, you know, this is me. You know, I only eat sunflower seeds and all that type of stuff. It it gives people, uh, uh, I agree 100% with that. And I think, just to add to what you were saying, I think it gives people a point of argument, too. It gives them something to to lash out. Like, so, if, if you was always searching for a cause... That gives you that's your cause. You know, that's your thing that you could you yeah. could you could argue about online and you could you could stand up you for take up, yeah. That's this is me and this is what I'm gonna fight. It gives you something to be passionate about versus, you know, just looking within yourself. I guess some people don't feel complete unless they have a fight to fight for. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another thing too with that, I remember years ago, and it's probably still on the internet somewhere, did you ever see that video uh with they were saying this is what McNuggets are made out of and it was like this pink slime? Yeah, mm-hmm. That went on for a while. That was McDonald's, and it turned out that was just that was fake. 
wow. it came from some other factory with something else and uh that was 100 percent fake it was disproven to be fake but it had gained so much steam that people just assumed oh your big nuggets are made out of this pink slime that's why people over in um whatever that country is is making all that money off of fake news that's why they're able to make so much money like especially because people aren't especially americans we ain't about to fact check nothing Oh no! Like a, a tweet, we ain't about a, to fact check. A tweet nothing. is the gospel, right? Yeah. So they said I read a whole article. I think it was in Lebanon. I think it was. They were making like a million dollars a month, like off of just these fake news that they were just wow. pumping on Facebook. Like sixteen, seventeen year old kids wow. having Rolls Royces and stuff over there. Wow. And it's because we're not going. We're not. We just oh oh auntie reposted on Facebook. Yep. It's real. And now, <laughs> and now I'm gonna go hard for mm-hmm. it now too. So I like and it, the. I think actually McDonald's had put out um, a counter video showing how it was really made from like real chicken breast from these farmers and it was just ground up and, you know, whatever, whatever. Still probably ain't the best of the chicken, but yeah. it wasn't no pink slime that circulated the internet and people were just, I'm, I had a homeboy and he was like, I'll never eat McDonald's. It's so unhealthy. And so, but he eats Chipotle like every other day. So I had Googled it and if you compare like the nutritional value, Chipotle is worse. It's sodium content mm-hmm. is a lot the higher. Sodium is like over 100%. And, you know, us as black people, we suffer with high blood pressure and mm-hmm. hypertension and stuff. And the calories overall is higher. And it's just a, and they, and they did a scientific study comparing menu items of McDonald's to Chipotle. And surprisingly, McDonald's was a lot better. Just people mm-hmm. having that image, that branding in mind that McDonald's means fat, nasty, unhealthy. That's how you know branding Chipotle is so is. important. Because yeah. remember a few years ago, well, I mean, it seemed like every year they got, like, a little E. coli thing. Like, when Chipotle went through that thing, and I think they had E. coli in their pork or something like that, and it was just like, yeah, it's really not. Like, people had had just assumed that the meat was natural and organic, and yeah. it really wasn't. Yeah. It was just a part that that's just what their brand yeah, was Chipotle like. had sold you on the idea that, yeah. yeah, this is natural and organic, but it's it's not, you Yeah, know? it's not. So that just, that just shows, like, the group mentality that people have. And, he, like, even after I told, it's hard to even break that, because even after I told my friend, like, here's the scientific studies had my other friend was uh, looking he said oh wow my other friend was like oh wow I can't believe this like that's crazy my one friend who just believed in Chipotle so much was like I don't care I just don't believe it just don't I, I just don't believe it I'm like this is scientific studies that they've done and you can look at the nutritional value that Chipotle has published and you can look at the nutritional value that McDonald's has published and you can compare them for yourself and he just didn't want to accept it and that's just crazy to me like how people could be so caught up in something even with pure facts in front of their face they'll still be like no yeah. Group should, mentality. What you should have said is, I don't want to believe it. Not, right. Yeah, those you just don't want to. So we're we, we going to jump off that boat. Comment about it. See how you feel about it. You know, let yeah, us know. You know, black people feel very strongly about Chipotle. So we might have busted a few bubbles right there. I don't know. Anyway, I like Chipotle still. I like Chipotle. Yeah, I like Chipotle. And like I said, you can eat it in balance, but just don't go overboard. Um, uh, run us about that good uh, Twin 3 and Me thing that you had looked up. Okay, yeah, so um, a few days ago it came out that 23andMe got approved by the FDA to give people, like, 10 of the genetic disorders to know if you've got a marker for it in your DNA. So if you don't know, 23andMe is one of those um, ancestry type of DNA tests where you could take it and it'll tell you what country, you know, your ancestors could be from. We are not sponsored by 23andMe, but we could be. <laughs> Reach out to uh, we got some issues at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> Shameless plug, Thomas. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so you you swab your mouth, you send it in, and they tell you, oh, you're twenty percent from 
um, London, England, you're 30% from Ghana, whatever. And so they were before, like early on, they were actually giving you like genetic markers to tell you what diseases, but the FDA stopped them because, you know, they probably wanted some money. I'm sure it probably was a money thing, but now they, they got approved to approve to do 10 of them. So one of them is like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, like really those like really bad degenerative diseases. So I was asking Thomas before our podcast got completely uh, cut off was if you, if you wanted to do that, like, would you want to know if you had like a genetic marker for something like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's? What I said last time was, I mean, and I'm speaking from a, a place of ignorance too. I wouldn't want to know, but I probably should know. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I probably yeah. should know, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, you have a high probability of having Alzheimer's. Yeah. Then you start freaking out. Yeah, exactly. Because I would want, and I thought a little bit more about it afterwards. So I guess it's good that it did kind of cut off. But like Alzheimer's, especially on my dad's side of the family, runs really heavy. So it's kind of like always been in the back of my mind. Like, okay, I you know I don't want to get it, but I don't know if I would want to see it in black and white. Like, yep. Like, it's something I kind of think that's genetic, but I don't want to really concretely know, like, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, because then every time I forget something, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, you know, my all time. It's like, I don't want to have that necessarily that much of a concrete worry, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean, I agree with you, but I, I, not to jump off that, I have a little bit bigger of a gripe with these (laughs) DNA tests. And if you listen to a couple episodes ago at the beginning of the season, um, I kind of touched on this topic. Um, it was, uh, I think we was talking about St. Patrick's Day, and I was just ranting yeah. about how I hate the fact that black people go so hard for St. Patrick's Day but don't give a crap about Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so this kind of parlays into that. Let, let a black person take one of those little tests, little DNA ancestry tests, and find that they are 1.2% English, <laughs> Irish, Australian, Native American. Native American, and they will forget any type of African American. It could say you're 99.9999% African American, 0.0000001.0% European. Oh, I told you I had some white in my family. Look at my baby hair. Look at the way my eyelashes curl. I told you I ain't even black. Give me that application. Mixed race. Thank you. Like, like come on, bro. Like, come yeah. on. Like, you've been too black for too long to be to be it. My thing, if your assumed identity, if you look 95% black, keep rocking out with it. Like this, they, they, I feel like black people be so quick to abandon our own culture for anything. Yeah, that's true. They go so hard for, like I said, St. Patrick's Day and anything. Let a nigga find out that they they two percent something <laughs> other than African. They will lose it. They oh, this is what I am. They start delving into the culture. I told you, I always felt it. I always, always, always <laughs> liked it. A uh, 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 Mexican food. I knew I was Mexican. Like, come on, like, chill, bro. Like, you are black. If the police see you walking down the street, they're going to assume you black. So now what's up? You're going to tell them you 0.2% European and they're going to let you off? No, like, chill. Like, but would, I you take, do that. would you take one? Huh? Would you take one? Yeah, I would take one, but I don't care if it says 80% white. I still wouldn't. <laughs> I don't care. I'm black. I'm a big black male in, a, in, in Atlanta. So that's what I, I am. And that's the life I live. And I'm proud of it, too. Uh, black I people just are not proud one. of what they are. No, Whenever not. you meet a black person that's so quick to uh, to say, oh, yeah, I'm, it said I'm 12% 
uh, uh, European and this British or whatever, and they start assuming that identity. They're just not proud of who they are, and they're looking for a difference. They're looking for another cause to be a part of. Like, man, go suck one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so, I get so angry about black people abandoning and just be so quick to run. It makes me so angry. Ooh. I see. Sorry. But that's, that's that's just because I I think again it goes back to that we don't really have a concrete culture. Because if you think about it, just think about black Caribbeans or like West Indians, like they just be so proud of where they from, mm. they flags and I mean technically yeah they black, but they have some place you know what I mean a reference yeah. to mm. call home. Mm. Like my great grandma was Jamaican. Like yeah. they it's strong in them. Like I was just a regular. Like I'm just me. We're just regular black. I mean, we ain't got no ties. Well, at least I don't know. I don't know about you, but we're USA black. Yeah, I don't have no ties in no island or nothing like that. So, I mean, I'm just, my people, they from the South. Like, that's just what it is. So, I think those type of black Americans, those are the types that's so quick to kind of latch on to all this other different type of stuff. You know, now, you know, they Buddhism and all of this crap because oh, it gives them God. something to, you know, to reference in a sense. And, and then don't let them find out, yeah, my great granddaddy's uncle was half this and that and he practiced Hinduism. I always felt a connection. <laughs> like, bro, like, chill. That's chill. Like, just chill a little bit. Uh, but we'll probably do one of those on the show. I'm not yeah, sure when. I think eventually. we should do it. We'll do it. We'll do That'd it one day. And I'm telling you, I'm still, I don't. Anyways, uh, tell the other side of it, though. Okay, yeah. So, a few months ago when I was looking this up, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube. And um, I just started watching all these people's uh, ancestry results. And it used to be so funny when, like, white people, or even, like, a lot of Hispanic people, they find out they were, like, 40% African or 20%. They were like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Let me cut you off real quick. You see the difference? When when, when a black person finds out they're zero point 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 one percent european mm. it's like oh i'm a jump i'm so happy when a when a white person when a white person find out they're 20 percent african it's like the world like oh god <laughs> right. oh god get it off right. of me how can i eject this from like me? literally i was this one lady she was puerto rican i'll never forget it she just was thinking like it's like you could see her in her mind thinking back like oh my god who screwed a black person like, <laughs> she was thinking like nobody but i mean nobody ever mentioned it. and like she was like ended up being like 37 percent. i think it was from like ghana or something like that and she it looked like her whole life shed she's like i mean i've seen pictures everyone uh, i mean i thought i was gonna be more european that's what i was told like her life just went like boop out, out the window and um, they start thinking back to all them hateful things right they right about, exactly. look at them black people exactly 37 percent you bro. right exactly <laughs> yep you 32.9 percent of us so you talking about yourself now but i th- i think the moral of the story is we're so happy to be them and they're so disgusted to be us yeah mm-hmm. so think about part. that when you're 12 percent <laughs> Iceland, or whatever the hell, <laughs> Ireland, or whatever, Irish, Eastern European, whatever, and you're so happy that you knew them baby hairs was laid because that's your great 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 whatever. They 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 won't accept you one day. So go on. Yeah, yeah. And so like, and then so on the other flip side of it, you can connect with people that have your same results or like build your family tree with other people. So I guess you could kind of see the modern day and, family. And, and, and to, to my people, that's point two percent, twelve percent European, whatever. Reach out to that white side, and see what you get back. <laughs> right. They're gonna be like, um, I don't know. They're they gonna hit you with a good no, thank you. You stay over Reject. there. You, you stay over there. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, check that out, y'all. If y'all get some time on your hand, YouTube ancestry DNA results. It's it's lovely. Should should we should we keep going because this one thirty five, or should we should we uh, finish the rest of them or break it up into another one? I can go one more, I guess. 
Hold on, let me see. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, let me um go and tell them about the five dollar challenge that we're doing with the. Okay, so Thomas was thinking like, look, probably like a few episodes ago, we ran some Facebook ads just to kind of you know pump the the podcast out, reach more people, and um you know we spent we spent quite a bit of money on that, but Thomas had idea of. Like, we pretty much have a really good following. Shout out to our SoundCloud family. And people that also listen on iTunes, that if we reached out to y'all for y'all and paid y'all what we were paying Facebook to reach people, um, it would be more like a grassroots, you know, giving back type of thing. So, basically, we could shoot money to Facebook and Instagram and do all this stuff to expose the show. But it was like, hey, y'all listen. Why not let y'all get benefits of it, whatever. Now, I'm going to keep it real. We got some issues around here. <laughs> so we'll do so if you Twitter don't count to me because people don't pay attention to Twitter like they should. But um if you Facebook and Instagram it, either send me a screenshot, email us or tag us in it so we can see it. Yeah, preferably tag us at we got some issues. Why you prefer tag? I mean, it's just quicker. But while people doing it, they can just add. I mean, but we get logged out the Instagram all the time. And I, I, you could tag us or, or I prefer screenshots. She prefer tags. Whatever. However, we see it. Do both. Hell, and we will shoot you five dollars. It ain't much. You get once per person. Um, and my limit is a hundred dollars. Um, because that's the that's the economy I'm living in right now. I'm just have to keep it real with you, family. You know how it is. Uh, so. Hundred dollars, and uh, if you do it, and I, you know, it's later in the week, and I hit you with the message, like, hey, appreciate the love. Maybe I get you next round, but right now we're cut off. We'll probably put it on our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Hey, you know, the challenge been ended, so you catch the message. Yeah. Because after I hit that hundred dollars, oh, it's a wrap. I don't care about nothing, Nathan. Nope. Mm. Yeah, Thomas is cheap, but he decided this would be a good way for us to get the word out, get y'all engaged, and then also, you know, put some money in your pocket. Get yeah, so we're gonna try this way. Subway foot long. So you know, just uh, you could do it this show or any other show, but preferably this one. Just uh, repost the the link that we're gonna have out, the artwork or whatever it is, and all of it be connected. So it's one repost, and just put it on your Facebook, because we're we're thinking like, so you like the show, you listen to it, you clicked on it, if you share it to your friends and family, maybe they'll like it. You know, maybe there are people like you or whatever, whatever. Maybe they'll enjoy the show, give you something to talk about, and just help us out. It'll be a love five dollar challenge from us. Um, the show is we're gonna we're gonna run this we're gonna stop this one pretty soon, and we're gonna pick up and do another one because we have a couple more in depth uh, topics to talk about. So we'll drop this one and go to our YouTube um, and catch the video from the last show that didn't make it. So <laughs> R.I.P. Um, it got audio and stuff, but it's not recorded. It's recorded through our camera, not whatever. You know, you'll see. So if you want to see us recording in our home studio. Check it out um, and share it for us. Show us some love. And we're probably going to do another show today, I'm pretty sure. Um, me and Taryn are pitching around the idea of uh, we have a lot of friends and family with a lot of ta- talent. Some of you got talent out there. Uh, opinions. And a lot of opinions. But uh, we're thinking about starting a network to help other people, you know, get out of their dreams and opinions and passions. So uh, we'll let you know more about that in the upcoming week. Um uh, we might have one on the helm coming out soon. So keep tuned for that. Shout out to other podcasts on SoundCloud that that hold us down, retweet us and everything. Um, we're going to keep holding y'all down. I love SoundCloud. It, it reminds me of Tumblr, the community it has. So uh, shout out to all the podcasters out there that hold us down. It's a big community. 
We love y'all. Um, everybody on iTunes, make sure you rate us on iTunes. That's like the most important thing. That's more important than the five dollar challenge. Advertising anywhere because iTunes is the biggest platform. Y'all love amazing comments and amazing ratings. Please keep them up. Please keep them up. You know, a lot of podcasts actually out there say, uh, if you don't like it, let us know. Don't let us know on iTunes. Please don't. <laughs> just, just shoot us an email saying it sucks about it. I don't like this. Don't let us know on iTunes. I just, you know what I'm saying? Let us know on YouTube, everywhere else. You do whatever, just not on iTunes. So we appreciate that. <laughs> um, you got anything else for us? Um, No, just thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing in advance. Oh, next we episode, we're going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar and and the black activists that hate him uh, and uh, uh, people asking things of us. <laughs> okay. So yeah. so, yeah. So, you, yeah. You done with it? Yeah, I'm good. So, thank y'all for joining us on another dope, dope show. We got some issues. We couldn't be here without y'all because we got issues. You got issues. And we all family with the issues and we here to work through them and talk about it. So, Peep another episode. It's going to be a double whammy, a double drop today. So check us out. Keep rolling with us. Like, comment, subscribe. I'm Thomas. I'm Taryn. And we out. Peace. Peace.